Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. StockInvest.us is a research service that provides financial data and technical analysis of stocks. All users should speak with their financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. Users should not base their investment decision upon StockInvest.us. References to any specific securities do not constitute an offer to buy or sell the securities. By using this information, you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. For more information, please visit stockinvest.us. Hi, and welcome to the podcast for week 25. This is Jim, as usual, and I will try to guide you through the week ahead of us. I'll look a bit about the week that we just left, the things that I said, how did it actually play out? And of course, I will look into a few new stocks. And stocks that I previously mentioned, uh, doing a bit of technical analysis, tell you how things look like from this perspective. Uh, Among the stocks today are stocks that have been requested in our Discord channel. Uh, Boeing Airline, Tesla, Nikola, and a few more. We will get back to these shortly. The aim, my goal for all these podcasts is to try to teach you something, give you something valuable that can increase your uh, gains and reduce your losses. That's the main play of stock trading. And uh, looking at our Discord channel, looking at the comments in my inbox, etc. It's the same thing last week. uh, The market finally fell. I've been expecting this for many weeks. I've been wrong for many weeks, actually. uh, Estimating a red... uh, Red week, but last week it got red and my inbox was flooded by questions, people losing money, um, etc. And this uh, is kind of the same thing that I see all over when things uh, when shit hit the fan, as we say. People get a bit dispre- desperate because money are lost so fast. And if you've been into some of the high-risk stocks, which have been doing super good, when you hit a day like Thursday, for instance, where the market fell, the different indexes fell more than 5%, these can really tank and they can tank super hard and 40% can be gone in just a few minutes. So, um, and this is a valuable lesson uh, because uh, as I said, I've been speaking about, the re- I've been expecting a few red weeks, I've been speaking about this and uh, I- I've been wrong week after week, the index been stronger than I thought. Uh, but I said the reason why I try to analyze the week side of us is simply because it's allowed me to make better positions. And what happened last week when the market was red, my portfolio got up because I was in the right stock. I've been speaking a bit about how money flows, how they shifts from unsecured to secure stocks when markets get unsecure. So uh, this is a good thing. And for the week um, ahead of us, uh, what can they actually expect? Like last week, uh, the Dow Jones fell about 5%, Nasdaq uh, roughly the same. It was either 5.5 from um, for Dow Jones and 5% for Nasdaq or vice versa. At least it was uh, quite much. And Thursday was a really bloody, bloody day. Uh, picked up a bit uh, on Friday. We usually see this if you have a very bad, bad day. Uh, the following day is usually, unless there is something extremely special uh, going on, the, the, the following day is often uh, one-third, maybe as much as half of uh, previous day's losses are regained on the Friday. Uh, 
And this is a typical example uh, why showing why when I said that you should buy on red days, sell on green days. If you bought on the Thursday, you would have super gains uh, on Friday. It was such easy picks uh, for regainers on Thursday. Uh, selling it up uh, during the first hour with relatively good profits. New week is heading. Uh, Thursday was bad. Friday was a bit better, but what can we expect? I've been saying last, I think it's the fifth week now, I said I've been expecting red weeks, and I actually expect also next week to be red. Come again, market cancer prices. Uh, very often they do. But my focus, the, the reason why I believe it's red, is still the same. I think the market is overvalued. What is better now? Because remember that Nasdaq just uh, before last week went to new all-time highs. So what is better now compared to before uh, the COVID situation? Yes, a lot of money has been pumped into the market, but money doesn't make uh, any sense unless the businesses actually manage to transform this into actual value, creating new jobs, creating new products, new profits, uh, huge revenues, because in the long term, that's what it's all about. So uh, what is so different now? I don't manage to see why markets should be so high. As I don't understand this, my position uh, remains the same slightly negative and another thing occurred now which i also been expected and i spoke briefly about it last podcast uh, the the real scare of uh, corona is over we saw this people are rioting in the streets protesting with masks without masks um, people getting back to work all of the uh, daily life is more or less getting back to normal but when all these restrictions that we had are released and finally uh, people get back into work uh, and the huge, huge demonstrations that's been in um, also in Europe, especially in the US, these things will uh, make a second wave of uh, COVID. It's, it's just natural. It, it would have come anyway and it, I expected it at least to come in the fall for sure. But... Because of the situation, we're probably going to see uh, a bit more drastic increase in COVID cases. And I, I really believe they will start to report. There were some reports last week, but they really will start to report this week. It will be a huge focus on it. And uh, I don't like to drag politics into the uh, stock market and the stocks and playing stocks. But the situation like it is in the United States, uh, with a forthcoming election, etc., these things will be played political, it will be pushed into the news, different stories. Um, it's uh, also very sellable. Uh, so my guess is that during the week we will see a lot of news reports, uh, situations about increasing um, COVID numbers, uh, and they, they will get back to this focus about people actually dying from it. Uh, I believe this will uh, put a toll on the markets, uh, push the markets. 
slowly down last week was five percent down uh, if we look at it the, the thursday was extremely volatile of course but in general i don't expect it to be super scary like we saw three months ago it, there could be one or two days uh, where it really shakes a bit but in general i expect more or less like we saw last week that when we come to the end of next week it's just been falling and uh, what you should uh, uh, look for uh, is simply, am I right? Will there be pushed more news about this? Because the, the scare for the investor is, of course, that the markets will have to, or the businesses will have to start lockdown, even though the government says that uh, they will not do it. There will be political discussions. And uh, I simply think that investors, like myself, we will um, restrain ourselves from the most um, uh, highly priced companies uh, move into more secure stocks. I think there is a second wave. I mentioned this last podcast, and I think even the podcast before, that uh, I think there will be a um, revitalization uh, for some of the biotech stocks. It did not occur that much last week, but I think there will be, uh, for the very short term, uh, a lot of biotech stocks will get back up running uh, before we see the final results of everything. So for the week ahead of us, I expect it to be red. Uh, it's so hard really to, to estimate exactly. It was green on Friday, but if we looked at it, it started green, it went red, it ended a bit green. Uh, my, my best guesstimation, if you really want to know what will happen tomorrow on Monday, my guess it will be uh, down, but it remains to see. But for the week as such, I expect a red week. And come again, why, why, what's, the point, what's the point of it? It's, uh, the point is either because you want to reduce your losses. So I will do, as I said so many weeks ago, that I'm shifting my portfolio from high risk because when it was at the bottom, it was obvious that everything would go up. So I would shift my, um, uh, I will, I'll continue my uh, view uh, and uh, stick to more solid stocks like Lakeland. They finally put up, the, I've been in Lakeland for some time, they finally put up the very good report, jumping from uh, 14, 15 straight up in 23 intraday. It was a good, just a good case. But that was so much expected. Uh, it was expected that they would put a good result Q2 results because they produce all these productive gears. So it was kind of expected. And um, oil took a little tank, uh, but but still, they have been performing very well over the last few weeks. So I will still stay uh, into uh, oil-related because I think we will see oil prices continue up. Yes, it will take some hits now and then, but that's kind of natural when you're rising up, uh, have a, a setback. And I will stay in a few uh, biotech stocks. But for high-tech stocks, I'm not really that sure. So personally, I'll stay away from it and see how the market plays out. So that was a bit about um, last week, about the, the week ahead of us, uh, etc. And uh, for, for, for learning purposes, uh, I'll just repeat a few simple things said it so many times but it's always good to repeat it buy at red days sell at green days 
people very often do the, the same mistake. I get these into my inboxes. Uh, people asking, oh, I sh telling me their stories. Oh, I just sold my stocks uh, when the bottom market was tanking 5% just to see on Friday that it was getting quite much back and uh, kind of desperate asking what to do. But it's, it's, a, it's a good, good thing. If you are planning to get out of a stock, reduce your risks, whatever. Use green days for your selling and red days for your buying. And when things are unnatural, like moving between 2% down, 2% up is kind of normal. We see this all the time. Market is up 1%, it's up 2.5%, it's down 1%, it's down 2.5%. Kind of normal. But when things like 5% occur, it's unnormal. And unnormal reactions often have a counter-reaction. It's, it's kind of simple. That if you want to try to uh, do swing trades, uh, general market swing trades. So, uh, good, good thing. And I got this very, very nice message, uh, which makes me so happy because I spend time on these podcasts and I, my genuine wish is that you actually, actually, actually can make money on the things I say uh, or at least reduce your losses. And I got this very beautiful um, message in my inbox. Guy thanking me because he followed my tip about trailing stop loss. And it worked out so super good. He followed the stock. It was one of the biotech stocks. I will not say which one. But he followed it up to the sky. And when shit finally hit, he had the trailing stop loss. Uh, and it was uh, his position was flushed. Uh, he lost 5% from the top. But the stock more than halved. So... Uh, he was so happy because he was not sure when he was asking when should I sell and I told him that if you use trailing stop loss that just means that the stop loss is some not all brokers but some of the brokers offers this the stop loss will just follow upwards you you, you put a percentage five percent seven percent whatever you believe in is the right stop loss has to do with the volatility of the stock of course but you put this and as stock go up the stop loss just follow but it never goes downwards so when it hits the roof and fall you will have the highest possible stop loss and you will have it without paying attention to it uh, and the hardest thing the, the really hardest thing for any investor is to sell buying is so easy but selling because as humans we hope it's the same thing all over we are filled with hope uh, and that, that makes us uh, do bad decisions uh, we just hope, oh, we'll go back in the next five minutes, ten minutes. I will wait three minutes. This is probably bottom. People flush each other on the message boards, trying to cheer each other up. It will turn, it will turn. And you lose another 5%, 10%. Selling is super hard. That is why I recommend stop loss, because stop loss will just make your decision. And that's it. Said it many times, especially in the first few podcasts, that yes, in some cases, you will see stop loss hit just for stock to rebound. But when you look at 10 trades or 20 trades, because you're not in the market for one trade, are you? No, 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 no. You are here to do several trades. You've probably done many hundreds of trades already. And when you start to look bigger at this, 10 trades, 
you will see how nicely this actually works. Yes, wrong in two cases, but in the other, other eight cases, it was right. And all you need to do is write more than 50% of the cases, and that's how you start making money. So, let us uh, continue, dive into a few stocks. And one stock that has been highly popular is uh, Nicola Corporation. I will question what will, we, what will it do if I can do a quick technical analysis of it. Stock was flat as a pancake, uh, moving around $10. And then suddenly in end of April, it started to move. And it's been moving rapidly from $10. It made all the way up to $80. Fantastic profit for those who've been into it. Uh, and of course, as it gained, and especially uh, in the late uh, May, beginning of uh, June, when it really picked up speed, it got huge, huge attention across all the uh, chat boards, etc. And people just pushed into it. Uh, and you can see this from the volume, volume going sky high, uh, like ever, because, ever before, everyone believing that it will go just to sky. But remember, it uh, had already more than doubled, actually more than tripled, because when it really took off, it was at 30. So it had tripled from 10 to the 30s. Uh, and uh, it's so natural to have a reaction. And if we look at the reaction, because the stock hit about uh, 80 uh, end of day data, it was higher intraday data, uh, and then fell uh, straight to 60 in two days, and had a, right, uh, a slight uh, rebounds uh, on Friday, moving up to 64. If we look at the stock, because the question I got uh, on Discord was what will happen, will it continue to fall, etc. From a technical perspective, volume is following the price, super good sign. It has a buy signal from moving averages, both of the moving averages, the short and the long term. It's in a slight uh, upwards trend. Uh, have some support at 60. So there are many, many good, good signs. The huge risk, as I see it, is that from 60 to 38-ish, there is no support, no support at all. And that simply means that if the stock doesn't manage to move upwards, uh, you can get the huge scare in a very short time and it can actually fall down to, to um, 38 quickly, maybe even just a day, maybe two days, who knows for sure. Uh, so it's so dependent that it picks up. So I would pay attention because volume will tell a lot. Right now, the volume been moving in a good direction along with the stock. It fell when the stock was falling, it was fell, uh, falling. It's a good sign. It simply means that in the investors, they don't want to sell. Uh, and a lot of them bought on the upturn. So looking at from a technical perspective, we talk about risk reward. What can you gain? I would say it's at the current level, it looks it looks attractive. The, the, the downside, the super risk here is if it falls under 60, because as I said, there is no um, support. So if I were to trade, I'm not in the in this stock, and right now I will not enter it simply because I would like to see uh, some more evidence, and I'm too scared about the 60, the, uh, the lack of uh, 
resistance, uh, sorry, support below. So to me, it's a bit too high risk as an entry point. Right now, I find the risk reward not attractive. But if you're in the stock uh, uh, already or if you're planning to buy it, I would for sure uh, make sure that my stop loss, because you can hit just below 60, but that the stop loss should be maybe around 58. Uh, yeah, 58. Uh, that could save you from a short intraday uh, swing. Uh, so I, I will do that because if it goes below 60, it, it can just fall very hard, very fast. And it's too many percentages, not 5%. We're really talking much. We're talking uh, a downside of 24 $25. So it's kind of, uh, it's kind of much. It's actually too much. Uh, if it continues to rise, it has only, it has some resistance about uh, today's level. Uh, a little resistance just about 70 and then there is the last top of 80 but if it moves up i expect it to move quite nicely even quite uh, fast interesting stock huge risk uh my best guess is it's so hard to say because i believe uh, tomorrow will be red and if it's a red market depending if it's just slightly red or if it gets scary red if it gets scary red it could be enough to push it under 60 and create these huge falls that i talk about uh so I, i'll just be kind of neutral I, I would just say that i will wait and see because it's so hard to see uh what is but in general purpose uh, in, in uh, speaking in uh, long term uh, it's kind of attractive it's not too attractive until i see uh, more gains about 60 but interesting stock and the the volume just tell that it's interesting the worst thing that can happen is that it slowly dies out with less interest and goes for a long period could be anything from a month or so without uh, much trading and slightly just falling back so we will uh, quickly have a look at uh, tesla if you remember, I put up podcast saying that uh, Tesla for a new all-time high, etc. And uh, said that if it was going above 830, if I remember, it should go very fast. Uh, and so it did. It was a very good week for Tesla, hitting more than 1,000. Uh, the volume is high. And if you look at it, it fell on higher volume. There's a divergence between volume and price. And this makes me a bit uncertain. For medium long term, the trend is still very, very good, indicating that the stock should continue to rise. But for the short term, for the week ahead of us, it is more likely that it will fall. Uh, and as I see it, from my point of view, it should move sideways between 850-ish and 1,000. And I expect it to be more on the downside of... Uh, of this range like 870 or something by the end of the week it could even be less i have a hard time to see that it will hit the new all-time high uh, but instead it will do something it did like in april uh, yeah, between april and last part of april and uh, most part of may it just went sideways between 17 uh, 790 and 1820 for weeks after weeks, it just went sideways. And I expect that we will see somewhat the same thing. There is a huge, huge support 
uh, at the 800 range, 7 to 800, so much uh, support that for it to fall under this level, there has to be something majorly, majorly happening, something out of all control, like riots going crazy, um, super panic uh, over increasing COVID numbers or some heavy, heavy news from Tesla. Uh, otherwise, it should stay above uh, 800 level. I expect it just to fall back a bit. Uh, move a bit sideways before uh, doing new attempts to gain. So I don't expect too much. Um, of course, there is a. If you look at it right now, it's uh, nine hundred thirty-five, and it can fall a hundred points. So it's quite many percentages. But uh, that's the game of uh, Tesla. It's uh, a volatile stock, moving a lot. But as I said. Very good support around 800. Uh, I don't expect much from it this week. Boeing uh, was such a super pick in my early podcast. Uh, I told about it and I, what I expected would happen. And uh, a few weeks ago, it really took off. From uh, 840, it moved straight up to 230, uh, even higher into the day. Uh, and then last week, it Took a huge fall down to 170, but ended Friday up uh, at eight, 189. So the questions from the users are, of course, will it now continue upwards? My biggest problem here is the huge, huge volume. I don't manage to see how the stock can keep the interest this high, uh, meaning keep it enough to push it further up. So I actually expect the stock to... Uh, slightly moved onwards um, and to find uh, find the path somewhere around 150 uh, find some support there move a bit sideways uh, and during the same time I expect to see volume falling uh, interest for the company to go not to zero of course because it's a high but there should not be too much interest in the company, so it will be kind of dead. How long it will be dead remains to see, but if we just take a big, big picture, we say that, yes, there will be during this week and next week, there will be a big focus on increasing Corbyn numbers, a lot of discussions on TV, and of course, this will restrict, uh, put the toll on airline business, how fast can we really open up everything for normality? Uh, and the investor will just stay away because they'll consider it too high risk. So, uh, but slowly, 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 the different companies around the world's been opening up. A few airline companies are in the position where they have to uh, refinance, or go bankrupt, or rebuild or something. So I don't, I don't manage to see that. Booing should be the very best buying opportunity for uh, a few weeks at least. Uh, if I would do something, I would wait for it to fall a bit back, 150, and then I think it should be a very good bet for the medium to long term. So that's it. That's it. I've uh, also been speaking a few times about diffusion pharmaceuticals, and I mentioned that I'm into this stock myself. Uh, last week, uh, the technical picture weakened quite much. Right now, it's at the bottom uh, of a rising trend. It's a rising trend, but it needs to move up. But the volume is dead. There is hardly much interest in the stock right now. And that can just make it 
uh, falling. I've been doing very good, got in at 44, later at 51. Uh, and uh, last week, it was actually looking for, um, it was actually uh, technically looking uh, for an upturn, but the volume never came. The interest never came in the stock, and it just went back, 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 day by day, uh, ending the week at uh, 0 0.95. From technical perspective, there is a very badly shaped head and shoulder formation, which indicate that the stock actually could go all the way down to 0.70 before turning up. So much will be on play this week, uh, because uh, if it falls further, it will break the rising trend. And that will just strengthen the idea that it will continue to fall a bit uh, more. If it turns uh, back up, uh, it will hit resistance from 1 to all the way up to 130. There's different levels of resistance, so there has to be a major push. But come again, this is a penny stock. It moves When things happen, it moves fast. It did not, last week they pushed a message that they will um, apply for clinical trials in Europe. Didn't push the stock at all. Uh, and the, the FDA approval for US should be I expected last week should be in this week, but the last few messages news didn't push the stock at all, so maybe that will even happen. Uh, risk reward is not attractive right now. I would not recommend uh, to buy at that current level. Just wait for it to see what will happen if it picks up. As I said so many times, it has a super, super interesting product. Um, it's related to oxygen transport in the blood, and this is uh, for treatment uh, of COVID, uh, because COVID reduces um, the oxygen transports, and your organs suffer from these things. So it's a very good product, uh, but it needs attention. It could be more media focus on COVID rising cases, could be the thing that will light it up again, but I would just look for it. Put it on your radar, see if the, um, the the volume increases, because that will be the first time. Volume is just simply the amount of buyers and sellers, etc. Uh, the number of shares uh, traded. So that's just interest. And right now the interest is very, very low for the stock, and it just not managed to keep momentum, and it's just falling slowly bit by bit. But a sudden hit in the vol uh, volume, is an increase in interest that could be enough to fire it up but right now not the best buy so um, that's uh, some of the stocks uh, i'll have a before i'll uh, leave you I'll a quick look in uh, to apple uh, another huge stock as i said in the beginning of this uh, podcast is that uh, I'm not that keen on biotech on the sorry on tech stocks right now because I think that they will suffer. But if you look at the trend of Apple, it's super super strong. It's very tight. It's rising, uh, and this simply uh, means that it, uh, in medium to long term, it's higher chance that it will continue to rise. There is no huge indication that uh, a fall is ahead of us. Uh, buy signals from moving averages, uh, the trend is super good, uh, has some support around D30, right now is 338, almost 339, it has some support just below uh, today's level, the next support level is 320, 
the one thing that worries me uh, a little bit is that the volume uh, uh, is a little bit high uh, and if we look at it it did not uh, it stayed high during the fall and th 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 this could be slight indications that the momentum will not keep up for the stock uh, and also this stock could fall a bit back uh, and move between 320 and 345 during this week more or less actually between 320 and 340 that's what it's indicating but looking at um, uh, any longer term than the, the week ahead of us it still looks very very good there is no obvious reason to sell this stock stay in it as long as it learn because you never know it can go 400 500 uh, impossible to say but for the week ahead of us which i was questioned about i expected uh, not to perform that well so that's uh, some of the stocks uh, the last stock that i will do is of course cruise lines because a lot of people uh, play the game on the cruise lines and uh, this compared to booing looks a bit more interesting uh, it stopped at support levels if you look at royal caribbean cruise line that is stopped at uh, some support levels moving back up the volume is following the stock in a much better position the uh, the volume was not uh, very high it's not right, uh, very high now which means that it has very good potential to move upwards not the best signs of course uh, but looking uh, anything longer than this week because this week could be more or less the same like i said for all the other stocks slightly downwards a horizontal move um, but if uh, looking longer than that it looks like a good uh, investment so we already hit 33 minutes it's one of the longer podcasts so i'll not do much more just wish you a good trading week and i hope we'll do very fine i'll speak to you next week okay bye bye